ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Welcome to another episode of What You Call It Podcast with your host GB. Now today I've got a special guest and this guest, um, well let's just say he's flamboyant. He's a Twitch sensation, a professional wrestler, a musician, even a magician. He can do it all. My next guest, the megastar himself, Outlanders, Ziggy Dice. How you doing mate, you all right? What do you call it? Today we're going to call it Outlandish, baby, GB. Thank you for having me here on the podcast. I'm ready to rock and roll. Sweet, man. Well, thank you for making the time because I can imagine you, even in the pandemic, still having a busy schedule because um, I know you've, you're still active, um, especially on Twitch as well. Um, so I just want to know, what have you been doing um, that sort of, I know you actually got married in a pandemic. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome, man. So congratulations, by the way. Like, thank you. Um, a year ago, let's see, a year ago, I was world's television championship since the pandemic i've got married dropped the title moved across the u.s i'm taking over twitch and now i'm taking over entertainment and professional wrestling as a whole speaking of which tomorrow i'm releasing a very top secret video i i'm leaking it myself i don't think the world's ready for this gb but i'm gonna say it right here right now it's gonna change the game i i'm looking to take over this empire i've got the world in the palm of my hand and tomorrow i'm gonna prove that and not to mention my contract expired january 1st so I i'm looking for a job gb i see that you've sort of been throwing a little bit of hints and i've actually set a reminder as well because i've got i am sub to your youtube and uh i'm looking forward to it man um is there any hints that you can give us because uh, i might actually have to release this just before now just so to just to create more excitement <sighs> Maybe, you know, I, I can't say much, GB, as much as I would like to. Uh, mm. My lawyers uh, advise otherwise on that. You know, with all the dirt sheets going out, a lot of my words get uh, misconstrued. Is that a word? I don't know. I'm making words up now, GB. <laughs> I just I avoid the dirt sheets as a whole. They, yeah. they try and sabotage outlandish Zicky Dice, but I like to keep them guessing whether my name's in the headlines for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm doing things right. You ask what we've been doing. It's just non-stop creating. You mentioned the YouTube. We're trying to build the YouTube series. I'm running five to six days a week live on Twitch. With I like being different. I, so if you mm. want to go and watch someone play Fortnite, I'll tell you what, ZDTV is not the channel for that. I've shaved my eyebrows off on the stream, put mustard down my pants, smashed eggs on my head. I accidentally duct taped myself to the chair once. The police have shown up during hype train. The show not gets the pretty outlandish. <laughs> yeah, so... So if you're listening, you haven't stopped by the purple platform, twitch.tv slash Zicky Dyson. I guarantee you'll laugh at least once. Give it a listen. Give it a watch, people. It's definitely worth it. I've checked out a few myself, especially the eyebrow thing. Just fair play to you, mate. I, it's something I couldn't do. It's the only well, thing know, I like about you, myself. <laughs> you know, you get Lita on the show, Lita on the show, and she got my chat all riled up. And, and next thing you know, she's telling me to shave my eyebrows. And when Lita tells you to shave your eyebrows live on the stream, I guess you got to shave your eyebrows. You can't say no to that. And I, I, I'd be the same if, I'll be, if I'm being brutally honest with that one. Uh, so we're just going to go back to the beginning. Um, of your wrestling career so I just want to know actually before you got into professional wrestling 
were you a fan of it um, growing up or was it something you just thought, eh, I can give this a try or did you genuinely have a passion for it growing up? Professional wrestling household. My dad, my older brother um, had it on the TV as I remember at a very young age. And professional wrestling um, got me into, and I hate this word, I say it all the time, but amateur wrestling, if you will. Mm -hmm. Freestyle, Greco-Roman, uh, wrestled in high school. So it was because of professional wrestling that I got into wrestling. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I was a pretty badass wrestler towards the end of my career. Um, I, I quit after my sophomore year in high school. My father had passed away. I just kind of got over it. He was the one that helped me get into it. And I think I lost one or two matches in my in my, my sophomore year. So I always wonder, like, you know, would I went to college for wrestling? Would I have gotten a ride? Who knows what would have happened just if I, I would have done that. But left um, uh, after sophomore year wrestling, I got into, found my way into the hardcore scene and punk rock and then started some bands. So before Zicky Dice, I sang in a band. I'm actually wearing one of our old shirts today. I found the closet. Uh -huh. It's my band. Yep. We released a new record a year ago. Yeah, we, we did a bunch of touring. Uh, uh, we did warp tour. We were on the road with Comeback Kids. Story so far, four years strong. Um, we made the rounds, and it was because of uh, music that I was able. I, I say it's like one big carnival, right? So there's music over here, and then I found my way on over to professional wrestling, um, and that was about six and a half, or maybe going on seven years ago, that I, I made that decision. So we've been uh, going going wild ever since. And with the decision that you would make, um, essentially becoming a professional wrestler, uh, you began training at the Black and Brave Wrestling, uh, Wrestling Academy uh, five, six years ago, uh, which is run by Merritt Brave and the current WWE superstar, Seth Rollins. I uh, just want to know, essentially, how did you discover the school and, uh, you know, just some of the process that you had to go through um, to basically begin your career? Well, I had met Rollins through... Um a few tours that we had been on. He had come out to a tour to see, we were out with state champs and I'd met him there and I knew that the school was coming. Um, so a few years ago, I was uh, acting like a jerk on stage, you know, kind of heelish. And my buddy's like, I got to talk to you after. He's like, you need to become a professional wrestler. He's like, mm. just your agile, your charisma. He's like, that's what you got to do. So I had actually texted Seth while and said, hey, I want you to train me. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. Are you serious? I'm going to be better than you are one day. He's all, well, here's Merrick's number. So um, I was in the third graduating class. Um, I was at WrestleMania 31 when Rollins cashed in and won the championship. And that was two weeks before um, I had moved to the Black and Brave. So I'm like one of 12 to have been trained. I mean, there was another class when he went on a second run, but yeah. he had been trained by a current WWE uh, champion, which was uh, unheard of. So we can just add that to the outlandish resume. But yeah. Um, but I, I packed up my stuff from California, moved across country for training, um, and I ended up staying there for a few years. And, uh, you know, it was very tough, and I'm glad I made that, the decision that I, I did. I fly that black and brave flag pretty proud. I like to set the standard. And it's, it's cool with everyone that goes through the school now. It's like, hey, look, if you bust your ass, this is what, mm. uh, what can happen. You know, you get, you get what you uh, – You'll get your rewards, essentially, if you put the work in, yes. um, like you did as well. Um, one thing, I, one thing as well um, that sort of popped up uh, while I was just doing research, and I think I saw it before as well when I discovered your character. Um, you actually auditioned for Tough Enough 2015. Um, basically, was that before you got? Uh, into I, I let Merrick know before. Uh, I, I'm I'm sorry. I, what would you say? I cut out for a second. Oh no, sorry, mate. 
So essentially, um, it was in regards to your auditioning for Tough Enough 2015? Yes. Um, yes. Was that before um, you went to the wrestling school? Or was that uh, during? Yes. Well, the same time. Um, it was the start of Black and Brave. That was around the same time. Matter of yeah. fact, I had to let Merrick know um, that uh, I had a chance. Okay. I'm sitting in the grocery store, and I get a phone call. And she's like, I'm like, hello? And she's like, oh, is this uh, Zicky Dice? I said, yes. She's like, hi, my name is Danielle from WWE. And I said, hello? And she's like, we like your audition video. Is it okay if we play it on SmackDown? I said, yes. I got another call a few days later, and they said, we're considering you for Tough Enough. Um, I had six or seven phone calls with WWE, and I had to call Merrick. And I said, I might not be able to make this training session. I might be going to Tough Enough. I was this close. It came down to the USA Network, ended up um, picking whoever else they did for that season. But uh, I was WWE's pick or this office of WWE's pick to be in that season of Tough Enough. Yes. Yeah, so oh, wow. So you actually did get sort of quite close to it as opposed to just yeah. you know, a video of me want to be a professional wrestler. But you actually got a few calls. Yes. But the network yes. just shows maybe yeah. it maybe so would have been the best thing that happened in a way. Yes, it uh yes, uh you know, so I didn't know I was like and I let Merrick know he's like all right, well keep me keep me posted. And uh yeah, that's that. I ended up knocking the show, USA Network turned it down, went to Black and Brave, graduated in the third class of uh Black and Brave. What was the hardest thing about trains to become a wrestler? Oh shit. Um well, Rollins is CrossFit Jesus, you know. So mm -hmm. uh you know, I've heard of CrossFit and we we had to do that a few times a week. Um, at the time there, we were renting, uh, we were setting up in this uh, Quad City CrossFit before they have, now the Black and Braves got their own gym, their own setup, very nice, very beautiful. Mm. Um, we didn't have that at the time, so we had to set up and tear down the ring, rain, shine, sleet and snow. We've done it all on top of doing uh, CrossFit a few times a week, um, and then a workout before wrestling and a workout after wrestling, then you got to break down the ring and pack it all up. It was very tough. Um I've seen people walk in, um, and the first night, there's a very tough test that you don't know. Everyone thinks you're going to show up and just hang out. Yes. Straight to work. Th three hours of solid, solid bust in your ass. Um, and, you know, it's meant to see – it's meant to weed them out. I've seen people mm. walk in and quit right off the bat, you know, and there's no refunds. You know what I mean? So it was very tough, especially moving across country to uh, a place I've never been to uh, become a professional wrestler. Um, but – I mean, I'm glad I did things the way I did. That's good. Obviously, sounds like, well, it is the right decision that you made. Obviously, you know, you're still here now. And, um, you know, you sort of wrestled for various companies. And just obviously before we discuss the NWA time as well, um, wrestled for companies such as Blackcraft Wrestling, Championship Wrestling from Memphis, uh, Power Wrestling as well. So I just want to know what have been some of your favorite companies that you wrestled in and um, who have been some of your favorite early opponents in your career? Um, damn. Well, a, a huge goal for me, um, when I broke in was AAW in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, and right before the pandemic, I was finally able to make my AAW debut. I found out that they're running up again, so I might have to show up there. Uh, that's one of my favorite promotions in the United States. Uh, all the greats go their level of their career. Um, so that's been a huge goal of mine. There's a new spot I've been keeping my eye on here in Georgia called Southern Honor. Um, I highly recommend checking out Southern Honor uh, Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's, there's still a few spots on my list. You know, I would like to hit Defy. I would like to hit Limitless. Um, I would like to work for GCW at some point. 
uh, you know, because who knows what's next. I just know that things are going to get bigger, and I am a one-of-a-kind type guy, and I'm ready for the next level. Some of my favorite opponents have been um, – he's an up-and-comer, and this dude deserves the world out of the black and brave. His name is Jossie, the front man, Jossie. Um, he, he simplifies it for everyone, J-A-H-C, but it's actually spelled G-Y-A-S-I. Keep your eye out on, on Jossie. Dude is full of charisma. I would love to – Yeah, no, him. definitely will. I have a little browse um, from the line. Wrestling Effie was very cool. I met Effie um, mm -hmm. through the music scene while my band was on tour in, on Florida before he was a wrestler and before I was a wrestler. So to wrestle him in another state five, six years later down the road was it's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, man, oh, here we are. So we yeah, on the road somewhere else. Now we are in this match and we have to kick each other's asses for the next 12 minutes. Um, so that was cool. Wrestling. Um, Joaquin Wild, DJZ before uh was a good match. Gosh, I get put on the spot. There's been there's a lot of greats uh out there that I still that I haven't wrestled that I want to mm -hmm. as well. Like I would love I would love to wrestle Jake something. Um I think that'd be pretty badass. Uh there's, there's I've got a list, you know, somewhere in my head. If you I'm down, let me just put it this way, <laughs> BB. I'm down for whatever, whenever. That's just that's the outlandish way. Whatever, whenever. If you had a time machine, then uh, obviously we've talked about uh, sort of potential opponents that you could wrestle. But let's talk about wrestlers essentially that may be possible. But let's say fantasy booking. Um, what wrestlers, if you could just pick a few from the past, you know that you grew up with watching. Oh yeah, he was my hero. And then okay, I, I could actually wrestle him just for one match. You know what? What guys would you want to pick, and uh, what guys would you want to wrestle? Zicky Dice versus Mister Perfect. Zicky Dice versus oh, Rick Root. That'd be pretty Dice sweet. Dice versus Owen Hart and Zicky Dice versus Shawn Michaels. You've actually literally named like some of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, Rick Root, are you like? I have to ask, like, cause just because um, of your character and just sort of how you are, um, has Rick Root been sort of a big inspiration uh, to your sort of your gimmick? Well, pretty much all those guys I just named is is like the whole is like my favorite style of wrestling. You know, I love yeah uh, charisma characters. I love uh, doing extreme stuff. You know, they're uh, you know making that connection with the crowd, and especially how much I hated most of these guys when I was younger. You know, you go back and mm. look now, you're like, damn, he was cool, but you know, um, yeah. So those are some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's yeah, of course, of course, you know. Uh, so that's where I get a lot of uh, a lot of inspiration from uh, Outlanders, like you guys. Nah, that's awesome, man. Um, I just want to sort of ask basically about your gimmick, um, Outlanders. Um, so essentially, let's just say you know, if a fan never heard of you, and essentially you had to describe who exactly you are. Um, essentially, how would you, you know, what would you say in you know just a short set, you know, couple of sentences? Like, who is Outlanders? Yeah, here's the Here's the thing about Outlander Zicky Dice. I don't have to say much. You take one look at me and you realize that this mother is bigger <laughs> and larger than life. You mm -hmm. know, uh, I make sure to stand out. It's taken a while to curve this way. What is Outlander Zicky Dice? Who is Outlander Zicky Dice? No, that's not the question. It's why is Outlander Zicky Dice? This I am the why. Okay. A lot of other people can tell you what they do, what, uh, who, who they do it for, how, uh, how they do it. I'm the why they do it, all right? I yeah. make sure with all the traveling I've done, I've keep an eye. It's taken me years to get to this point. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to keep 
being innovative and trying to stand out. I, I, I go at all these shows. I'm like, most of these guys look the same. It's all the same. What can I do to be different? Mm-hmm. What can I do to be different? What can I do to be different? And it's take, it's taking some commitment. Um, how do I answer that question? I don't know. I think it's just taking one good look at me. I really love that. Like, and like you said earlier, I'm the I'm the Swiss Army knife of entertainment. I don't even know where to start. Do I start with the music, the magic, the wrestling, um, the Twitch? Where do I start? What do you? I I I'm everything. I I am it. I am entertainment at its finest. You do actually like in in a way like it's just I see a lot of Chris Jericho in you as well. Um, especially sort of with the music as well, um, balancing, you know, professional wrestling and being a, you know, in a really good band as well. Um, is he someone that you looked up to as well when you got into wrestling or, you know, just, you know, it, you didn't sort of Jericho's realize great. quite yeah, similar I, careers? Jizma, uh, Jericho's great. And I, I've gotten that comparison a few times before. I don't know if it's just because, like, like you said, the music and wrestling thing. But, mm. yeah, I mean, uh, I, I love Jericho growing up and I love Jericho now. He's... He's witty and clever and, and and keeps reinventing the wheel. And that's what it's all about. You know, it's just, he's great. Yeah, that's cool, man. So I'm just going to talk about sort of how I sort of came to know you and sort of what made me a fan of you. And that was essentially um, you popping up in NWA power. Um, I know essentially it wasn't the best of terms that you did leave, but I want to speak on the positives. Um, essentially, you were former NWA TV champion. A belt that's been held by the likes of Tully Blanchard, Sting, Rick Steiner, absolute legends um, of the business. Um, what was it like? Exactly. For you? Exactly. What was exactly. it like for you? Before you answer the question, mm-hmm. before you ask me the question, listen to everyone, listen to what he just said. What happened to every single person that held that title before me, huh? Huh? I'm going to give you a glimpse in the future. You asked me in the beginning of the podcast, uh, uh, Zicky, what, what have you been up to? What's next? Here it is. Mega stardom. Look at the list of people that have held this television championship before me. Mega stardom. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and continue with the question. No, that, that is it. Literally, like, these are all legends. And the fact that you've held that belt and you beat someone, you know, I think you're quite close with. Um, How does it feel? Uh, let me tell you how it felt. Let, let me tell you how it felt. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. Too many podcasts. Because it gets my blood boiling. You know, <laughs> 220 days as your world's television championship. I'll tell you what I think I deserve. I think I deserve more title defenses. I think I deserve to be on TV on Wednesdays defending my championship. I didn't get the run that I deserve. This was my time to make a name for myself and, and climb this, this ladder of success in front of everybody's eyes. So now I got to take the long way, GB. And, and unfortunately, it's it, it's... It's going to be displayed for everyone to witness, those who love and those who hate. And either way, I am television, and I am changing entertainment as you know it. So go ahead. Go ahead. Those who hate, oh, but Zicky, you disrespected the television championship. Oh, Zicky, you know what I was going to do? I was going to show up on power with a goddamn pink strap. I was going to change the belt, change the painting, because I want have done that. That's what Zicky Dice does. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? If you had done that, I mean, I personally would have loved it but you would have got like some wrestling purists crying but people would be would have been talking about it it was ready to go and that's exactly what i wanted you damn right you damn right i'm not here to please everybody i'm here to piss a a few people off on the way and i don't care what they say i see the internet talking and buzzing and it turns me on to be honest with you (laughs) good and bad you got Ziggy Dice's names all over your lips. And tomorrow, 
When I I might even give you the video to play on here. How about that? That's my gift to you. I'm going to send you the link and you can you can air it on this podcast. How does that sound? Because I am changing the world. There is Thank nobody. You. you show me somebody somebody that's working harder than I am. You know what I'm going to do? The next day I'm going to one up them. You show me someone with top production. You know what I'm going to do? DIY all by myself. I'm going to one up them. One up them. There is no one that can that can keep up on my level. Nobody. And imagine this. Imagine what happens when I get a company behind me that believes in outlandish Zicky Dice as much as outlandish Zicky Dice believes in outlandish Zicky Dice. Then I'm unstoppable. But until then, got to do it by my own terms. And this is why I'm smiling at the moment. And this is why I'm a fan of you. Because you do things in your own terms. You're not like everyone else. And it's not me brown-nosing either. I'm not trying to get any brownie points. It's just speak the truth. You know what people are still talking about? That's it. You know what people are still talking about here in the States? AEW is all in in Chicago. You know what I did outside of that venue? While I was living in California, I put a billboard up that said all outlandish Zicky Dice dropping my brand new website. And people are still talking about that freaking billboard. I do things different. I don't care. A lot of people, you know why? Because a lot of people are afraid to do the things that I do. They're afraid to. I'm not. I like it. I and either it. way, either way, love me or hate me, I'm getting paid for it. Getting paid. Haters make me more money. Literally, just keep drinking those tears. All those li- <laughs> all those haters crying. Just keep drinking their tears, mate, honestly. I just want to know, who did you enjoy working with the most in NWA? Um, I know you're quite close with Ricky Starks, oh, um, but is there anyone else that you sort of... Um, that's the answer right there. Literally, was it Ricky Starks was your favorite opponent? Ricky Starks, dude. It, yes, Ricky Starks. Um, I always say this: that's the that's the, the best gift I got from the NWA was was Ricky Starks, and uh, uh, he, we, I met him for the first time at our Airbnb, and I just started messing with him kind of off the bat, and he was like, "What?" And then uh, we became uh, we became buddies. We talk often, um. And I was l- truly, truly looking forward to the future of that program. We were supposed to win uh, the Crockett Cup Battle Royal to enter the Crockett Cup as a tag team, even though we were feuding. Yeah. Um, I was pretty stoked on that. I was looking forward to that happening. Um, and with everything shutting down, it didn't. And then, uh, you know, um, AEW went and scooped him up, which was a good a good pickup by them. Dude is a megastar. We can't deny that. He's great. Uh, I really like Ricky, him. Yes. Yes. Ricky was... You know, when I went face-to-face with Ricky in promos, I used, to, I used to think in my head, I'm like, dude, this this might be the dude that stumps me. You know, like, mm. he's good. This might be the mother sucker that stumps me right here. Um, but you need someone like that that brings the yes, best out of you. Yes, 100%. 100%. Yes. 100%. I need someone like, it's like, okay, you, you, let's let's get this mic going. You know, let's see what we can mm. do here. Like, okay. That, what, what's he doing that's different? Yeah, the whole sixteen thousand dollar fanny pack bit right there in power. That was all. That wasn't on anything scripted or written. We was just we're just rolling with it, you know. Oh, the fanny pack thing is great, man. By the way, so you know, Ricky was my absolute favorite to work there. Uh, I would have liked to have hopped in, you know, with Eli Drake or mm. uh, or uh, you know, even Aaron Stevens would have been great. Or question mark, rest in peace. Any anything there? Uh, yeah, would have been cool. That's sad. That's sad. Was um, with yeah. Nick Aldis. Um, sort of there was a, you know, sort of 
what the dirt sheets and what's been said and sort of thing. How are you with them now? You know, do you speak or, um, yeah, the current NWA World Heavyweight Champion, if anyone's not too sure who he is, but, you know, it's quite recognisable. Just want to know what your terms are with him. Are you okay now or? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what, what was it? I'll give that one a miss then. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's Billy Corgan like? Was he all right? <laughs> I take it back. Uh, He's uh... <laughs> Listen, 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 listen. I'm not smashing any pumpkins over this because people are getting sued for this kind of stuff. Hey, no, Billy's it. great. Um, <laughs> Billy's great. You know, uh, it, it was cool to work with them. That whole experience as a whole was great. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and knock NWA because I was very proud to have worked there. I was very proud to have been television champion, mm-hmm. um, you know, and – uh, do they like me? Do they not? I don't know. But at the same time, um, I, I've worked hard to get where I'm at and I'm a businessman mm. and I take uh, the Zicky Dice brand very, very serious. And, um, and I, I take myself very serious. At, at, uh, not, not really. I, I mean, but at, at, at the same time, you know, the brand, I, I put in years to get where I'm at. Yeah. Um, so I was very grateful for the opportunity and the things I've learned there. But with that said, it was meant to be a lily pad for me. I knew that going in. I knew that I was going to use that platform to get me where I want to be because I'm still not happy yet. You know, I'm still not, con- uh, I'm not where I want to be. So that was my vision going in. It is what it is, um, you know, and at the same time, it, it, this is a business and I, I, I treat Zicky like a business and uh, I won't have anyone disrespect or play with the business. So, uh, no, I respect that, man. That's that's wicked. Um, so I'm just generally smiling at the moment because I'm actually enjoying uh, talking to you. Um, but fortunately, I've got to wrap this up. I just want to ask, what's been your favorite match of your career so far? If it helps, you can choose more uh, than it's, one. It's got to be okay. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it's got to be the the first generic answer is, uh, you know, winning the NWA World Television Championship from Ricky Starks. That was very cool. That that might have been my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, in the indies, damn dude, I wrestled this match at uh Party Hard Wrestling, uh, the season finale of this promotion in Arizona. I wrestled uh, Mikey Finnegan, and uh, th- that match was sick. That might be one of my favorite indie matches. Uh, but all, you know, when you get asked a question, everything just becomes a blur for a second. You're like trying to think. You're uh, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, man. Who knows? More to come. Oh, that that's it. That's why I think. Why I would sort of emphasize on so far because you know you've achieved a lot so far, but you know it's still early days for Zicky Dice. You know you've just oh, yeah, that's right. The road is just it's just going to go further and further for you. So I just want to ask. I know pages, you've got something. Pages are yet to be written, baby. You've got something special planned. I'm looking forward to it. I've got the reminder already because I'm subbed. Um, but I just want to know. Besides what's planned, obviously, what is next? Will you be planning to, once the pandemic ends, obviously, but would you like to tour, um, come to the UK, wrestle here, or is there any other countries you'd like to go to? uh, I want to go to Japan. I definitely Mm -hmm. want to go to the UK. That was set up uh, before pandemic, so hopefully that still goes through once things open up. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're going anywhere and everywhere. That's the plan, babies. Take over. Have you been to the UK before? Never. Have you not? Ah, oh. you know, they, they, I'll put it this way. The fans will love, they'll love you. They're going to love, and again, this is not brownie points. I'm not just saying it for the sake of it. 
but they are going you're literally going to get loud cheers and um people will be queuing up to get photos and merch from you and honestly like just and if well, i could i'm ready to go if i get the opportunity to do this again and i get to do it in person i'll be sort of front of the line and hopefully i can buy you a beer after the show as well sounds good to me we, we will definitely have to do a part two there's so much to talk about yeah uh, definitely thank man you for having me if anyone Yes, if anyone wants to follow this outlandish journey I call life, twitch.tv slash Zicky Dice and at Zicky Dice on every piece of social media. Um, we're really trying to push the YouTube now, so um, mm. go ahead and give a like and subscribe, and there'll be a lot of outlandish content on there as well. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying some of the interviews uh, that you've been doing recently, like Dan House, and that's quite funny, and uh, uh, Brandon Cutler as well. enjoyed that. But thank you for coming on to What You Call It Podcast. I hope you stay safe. And uh, this will be coming out soon. But for now, stay blessed. Thank you.